Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. So good to be back online with you all. Praise God for we are already past 10 days into the new month and thank God we are here. Jesus is coming soon. Let's just be about, about our Father's business. Hallelujah. Let's worship this King, this great Holy One. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. Hallelujah. You're worthy, Lord. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we lift you up. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hamashakata zabalmara. Pralkabaraka salabrandarabakasataya. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Nombre celebronco te mahada brasa balmarata calma. Rubusu cote celebreste prafava vayantala bakashiti. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Brazebel belete keberiesti. Thank you, Abba Father. Suparakada bara makanta rabaya. Oh, halabashana makarabaya labaka santaya. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus, and it washes white as snow. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus and it washes white as snow there is victory in the blood of Jesus there is victory in the blood of Jesus there is victory in the blood of Jesus and it washes white as snow. Hallelujah for the blood. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. We thank you for the precious blood. Thank you for that life that speaks for us. Nebrosuntu Rebalma. At the right hand of majesty on high. O Mashari Stele Broda Kandarababalma Rakasiante. Oh, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Amashte Brede Brendele Brekazil Varabala Branda. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Amashabarabalma Rabayande. 
Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah. Masharabal marabakarabal maradiande. Onobrosonto ramande remande resuto roboshere balabal mara. Hallelujah. Majibere bilde rebelbere de mekedeste. Branda kabara favandere se brata kabashikayante. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hamashate babara mire burukusurudurriente. Hallelujah, Mashababal Marabakari andere bosondo, libro sutoro burabarakile beristeremende. Thank you, Lord, ribare kazandara diande. Alena mashire belderiende ke sebro tokoro boshi karabalalabranda. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Ruboso Christo se preste mendere mondoro kusu koronto. Hallelujah, la brede bel merede bel bere, zivere bel bere di Hallelujah, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Rebo zoro kuro do re mal maratam barandere de boroku zivere de mende. Riba for the Lord God Almighty reigns, labrada bashandara bakariande. In the name of Jesus, nimo shurubokuriandara bakarabal marabaya. Efravinto rubo zuro kuto ripaziri paradamarandara balma. Hallelujah, masharababariandaya. Alamajanda for the Lord God Almighty reigns. La Brahma Balmarabakrasama Baranamanda. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah. Majibabarabalabrandarabakarabarabarakasaramandarabaya. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. We give you thanks, O Lord, Ibarabariandereboshuroboriende. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Reboshebebelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendelebrendeleb
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We call every need met, every oak destroyed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. These are strange times on the earth. Praise God. These are really shaking the world up and making people think. But you and I know that life will not be the same. In the Bible it says we're living in the very last days. And so there's going to be a special uh, wisdom, anointing and uh, handling of your life in these particular times because you are not here by accident, by mistake. God knew that you would be here and so, you know, he's already thought about you. Praise God. But, uh, hallelujah. So let's be listening to the word. Let's be listening to the spirit of God and following his counsel. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe we'll start off again from uh, Hebrews. And uh, let's go down to some scripture there. Glory to God. Let's go to Hebrews 13 and notice there verse 3 says, Remember them that are in bonds as bound with them and them which suffer adversity as being yourselves also in the body. Hallelujah. Praise God. We'll hear this in Canada also and uh, proceed. ಸೆರೆಯವರ ಸಂಗಡ ನೀವು ಬಂಧಿಸಲ್ಪಟ್ಟವರೆಂದು ಅವರನ್ನು ಜ್ಞಾಪಕ ಮಾಡಿಕೊಳ್ಳಿರಿ ನೀವು ಶರೀರದಲ್ಲಿರುವ ದರಿಂದ ಕಷ್ಟವನ್ನು ಅನುಭವಿಸುವವರನ್ನು ನೆನೆಸಿರಿ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಟ್ರೆಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರೇಸ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಎ ವೆರಿ ವೆರಿ ಪವರ್ಫುಲ್ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ ವಿಚ್ ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಅಸ್ ಟು ಫೋಕಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಸಮ್ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟೀಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಬಾಡಿ ದಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬೀನ್ ಗಿವನ್ ಟು ಅಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಅಸ್ ಟು ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೀರಿಯನ್ಸ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ನ್ಯಾಚುರಲ್ ಟು ಕಾಂಟ್ಯಾಕ್ಟ್ ದ ನ್ಯಾಚುರಲ್ ರೆಲ್ feelings and emotions the sense realm out there and uh, that is where you also suffer persecution and punishment and so forth praise god and so we have a common thing with everybody else in this body that we are given and we feel things and we should remember others who are bound who are suffering adversity and punishment for doing that which is right hallelujah that we also have a common uh, ground or platform uh, we also have a body amen so though the body is um, many times just considered as a vessel of pleasure it is also a place where you will suffer pain and um, hurt and uh, against the faith there are thoughts and people who would like to make you suffer in the body of course they cannot do anything about your spirit and we being in the body should be able to feel sympathize with others who are going through trouble persecution in the body hallelujah and we should remember them 
so that we can uh, pray for them and desire deliverance to manifest. Praise God. Very interesting. Hallelujah. There are things happening across the world where people are suffering for their faith. This precious name of Jesus has connected to it certain problems where the prince of this world does not like that reality that he was defeated by the enemy. The name of Jesus gives him nightmares. And when you walk in that path, uh, he's not excited. He wants to come against you. But be of good cheer because Jesus has overcome. Hallelujah. Um, in Nigeria, for instance, they suffered like this almost every single day. People are killed. Thousands are murdered for their faith in the name of Jesus. And uh, it's there right now across the globe. Uh, sometimes it's, you know, so tough that you are forced to leave your body to go back to heaven. But we should remember them um, as though we are bound with them. Notice that. As though we are bound with them. So we can go and feel their condition and pray with that feeling, that emotion, that reality that we are one body and we have a physical body that we feel things. So I want you to keep that in mind also as you are living in this time that there are many who are suffering for their faith. Hallelujah. Verse 6 of the same chapter says, So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Hallelujah. <laughs> so we are sure that God has taken care of our spirit man and our uh, eternal position and so on. But sometimes in the body, you may suffer if it, if it is God's will, if, if it is God's will. Otherwise, there's no need to needlessly suffer. Praise God. And that doesn't mean you should walk around in fear. He says, I will not fear. Praise God. I will not be driven around by fear. I will not just be, in quote, hiding because of fear. The Lord is going to help me. The Lord is never going to leave me nor forsake me. So I will boldly say, hallelujah. So that affects what comes out of your mouth. Your meditations have come through your lips. Hallelujah. To be bold in the Lord, saying, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ultimately, you're called to not fear man, but to honor authority and honor one another because we are on the planet and we are here because Jesus planned for us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Maybe we can hear verse 6 also in Canada. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Praise the Lord. I hope they did not scare you, um, give you concern like that, but you know, you must come in touch with this reality 
that we are in enemy territory hallelujah <laughs> so you are engaged in war you are engaged actively whether you know it or not against opposing forces in the spirit realm not necessarily in the natural all the time but we are the ones who are causing headache for forces of darkness wicked spirits in the heavenly realms hallelujah and so sometimes you have to feel for others who are bearing the name of Jesus and are suffering persecution and suffering because they are believing hallelujah praise god praise god praise god all that brings you to terms with actually being convinced of what you believe what do you really believe you know are you sold out on these issues so on and so forth so we have to examine every now and then second corinthians 13 and verse 5 excuse me says examine yourselves whether you be in the faith hmm that's a good one prove your own selves prove your own selves examine your own selves know you not your own selves how that Jesus Christ is in you except you be reprobates so we are called to examine do you really believe these things and then check yourself and see how do you fare how are you doing with all of these thoughts um are you believing the same are you in Christ the way you ought to be hallelujah is christ in you thank you jesus definitely people are persecuted because they are living in a certain way that is in quote going against the grain of the world it's coming against the natural flow of the society we're not saying that we're going to be always weird and always contradictory but it is just true that we are from above we are not from this world even as jesus the christ was not from this world hallelujah so um we have to see whether we are actually living in that higher realm or not and examine ourselves praise god there's an examination there and um according to the scholars as we were saying that you can be examined from outside by trials of fire and by questions interrogation or by self examination self examination is the best way because you're going to be able to uh take a check of yourself to rate yourself and examine your true condition deep within hallelujah are you really believing are you still holding on to the truth of the word of god are you still uh, solid about foundations of your faith praise god let's hear verse 5 again in canada if we have not already but we can hear it once more nambikeyalli neevu iddiro eno nimmannu neeve parikshisikolliri nimmannu neeve parishodhisikolliri neevu bhrashtaralladiddare yesu kristanu nimmallidanendu nimmashtakke neeve tilidukolluvadillavo glory to god so there's something called the faith there is a classic reality the faith praise god 
that we are supposed to find out if we are still believing and uh, consenting to that reality, what the fathers gave to us, those who have been in Christ, who have suffered and brought the scriptures to us, do we still believe? Are we contending for it? Are we checking and standing for this very reason? Hallelujah. Praise God. So it's better, therefore, to examine yourself rather than be examined from outside and uh, tested to see the sincerity of your faith, the reality of your faith. Praise God. So all these things drive us to prayer, to compassion for others who bear the name, who endure things for that name, who live uh, in that place of bearing the name and facing the challenges in nations that may not be as uh, open as ours at this point. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. So we are driven to prayer. We are driven to sympathy and uh, heartfelt compassion as we meditate on all of this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank God for the victory that is always in Christ Jesus. Amen. I don't want to leave you in the trough or in the pit there but to lift up your eyes and consider that Jesus is coming soon and he's going to take us home before the amazing trial, the worst place of trying that's coming upon the planet. God loves you so much that he will not allow you to stay here. He will take you out of here. Praise God. And so we, with all hearts of uh, gratitude, we look up, hallelujah, expecting his soon coming. Amen. But for you and I, that soon coming also means we're going to stand at the uh, bar of the judge. Uh, The judge of the believer is the Lord Jesus Christ, and he wants to um, crown us and give us a coronation and uh, give us rewards for living for him. Hallelujah. So that we may reign with him. Praise God. And that is because we suffered with him. We endured certain things because of him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So that's our theme. Um, Let's see how long we may be on this theme. So we're driven to prayer. All these things make us pray. Hallelujah. So let's go to that familiar prayer in Hebrews again. The 13th chapter. And let's read verse 20. Now the God of peace, of reconciliation of soundness and restoration that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Brought again from the dead. Hallelujah. So Jesus died. Jesus paid the price like that. He must have had a body to have died physically and then he went in his spirit and paid the price in hell also that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ. And eventually, because he was right and did no wrong, neither was guile found in his mouth, he could not be left there when the last uh, shekel or weight or price of our eternal restoration and sonship was paid for, he was brought out of that place and his body was quickened by the Holy Spirit, the glory of the Father, And he came out of the grave, came out of the tomb, 
and ascended on high and sat at the right hand of the Father and pleads for us, prays for us, uses our words. Hallelujah. Brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep. Praise God. He now is the great shepherd of the sheep. Praise the Lord Jesus. He was the Lamb of God who went through life listening to his father, obeying and feeding on his father's food. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. A secret plan and will for him. He followed completely and then he became qualified as shepherd. Praise God. So he rose again as shepherd of the sheep. The the Lord, the great shepherd of the sheep. Hallelujah. He dies as the Lamb of God, but he rises again as the great shepherd of the sheep. Hallelujah. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. So he cut a covenant with us that has a security. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Woo, thank you, Jesus. This thing is bigger than you or I. Hallelujah. It is his blood. It is his life shed for us before the Father that speaks for us. Hallelujah. With all of its benefits and rights. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. That God is bound by that to do certain things. And so are we. Hallelujah. Make you perfect in every good work. Thank you, Jesus. We respect and honor that covenant and accept its benefits. It changes our thinking and we speak in a certain way. We live in a certain way. Make us perfect in every good work. Hallelujah. So he's there praying for us. His blood speaks for us so that we are made perfect or complete in every good work to do his will. Thank God it's about his will. Working in us that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So we want to get to be very accurate and uh, do our part in the will of God. Yield to the working that he is working in us, both to will and do his good pleasure. Doing that which is well-pleasing in his sight is what we are bothered about. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're becoming more aware of the fact that there is an internal life, an eternal life, a secret life, that that is where we should be working from, inside out, not just from outside in, which is the hallmark of religion and all religions. But God works from inside out. Praise God. Let's hear, therefore, this prayer here from 20. And twenty one. Praise the Lord. Sometimes on Sunday we are very dramatic and, you know, singing songs and shouting and acting. So, contrary, people wonder, do you actually calm down and stand in one place? So we have our full share of that on Wednesdays. 
praise God and we just people may wonder how humdrum and boring can you get but we want to draw attention to the word hallelujah and uh, looking at that one eyed uh, audience there makes you <laughs> I mean the camera praise God makes you a little more sober than usual praise God but uh, let's look at some things that may look even contradictory to what we just said 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and observe there very interesting almost contradictory we just read from 2 Corinthians 13 about examining yourself to see whether you're in the faith and so observe here verse 3 onwards he says but with me it's a very small thing that I should be judged of you or of man's judgment yea I judge not mine own self so that looks like a contradiction on one hand he's saying judge yourself examine yourself test yourself and then on the other hand he's saying I don't even judge myself anytime you see such contradictions let God be true and every man a liar including yourself and your uh, interpretation hallelujah uh, he must be saying the truth here because he's writing to the same Corinthians this is the first epistle that was the second and uh, in the communion scripture also he tells us that we should examine ourselves so that we are not judged with the world praise God so he's not going to just contradict himself there must be something that he's trying to say that we must understand he's talking about how people would judge him you know and um, he said that was no big deal he was not scared of man what can man do to me he wanted to be sure he was right with God in other words we can do our best to judge ourselves but it's not necessary that our judgment is always right we are trying to do the right thing we're trying to judge ourselves properly but the actual judge who sees the way it should be sees from heaven he created us and gave us grace and purpose in him before time began so we have to rely on his judgment of all of these things and he and his word are true so it's with um, reverence that we are judging ourselves amen and that's why the bible says if your conscience doesn't condemn you then you know you are bold before god you have confidence before god because God knows all things even if your conscience is permitting you to do some things which may not be very right but because of your growth in your conscience your understanding of truth you may say there's nothing wrong I'm walking in the light hallelujah so that's what he's uh, basically bringing to bear here verse 4 continues for I know nothing by myself interesting I know nothing by myself praise God <laughs> to know praise God nothing by myself yet am I not hereby justified but he that judges me is the Lord in 1st Corinthians 4 I'm going to pick up another version the third verse from the message notice what it says it matters very little to me what you think of me <laughs> even less where I rank in popular opinion I don't even rank myself comparisons in these matters are pointless very interesting version there 
So notice he is talking about others and their thoughts of judgment or uh, rating him. Because there was this problem with the Corinthians. They were a carnal church and uh, they had many gifts of the Spirit. They came behind in no gift and they had these factions of where they divided themselves. One for Paul, you know, one for Apollos, the other for Peter. Or they took sides and ganged up, you know, and said, I am from... Paul's gang and uh, from Peter's gang and Apollo's gang and so on. So they were uh, not very mature type people and they had divisions and such problems. You know, very carnal, probably one of the most carnal churches back then. Hmm. But they were highly gifted also. Nothing wrong with having gifts. But then, you know, there's also popular opinion and what people think about you and for you to get carried away with that also and judge yourself accordingly. See, you may think uh, you're so hot because this is what people think about you. But the idea is for God to have uh, that opinion of you. Praise God. What is God's opinion? What is God's thought on the matter? How does God see it? Praise God. Verse 4 continues in the same message translation. I am not aware of anything that would disqualify me from being a good guide for you but that doesn't mean much the master makes that judgment he said uh, even though he was such a great apostle and so on he said um, you know I feel I'm just perfect in quotes but he said that doesn't really matter because the one who whose judgment matters is the master the Lord Jesus so it's with that kind of reverence we should be approaching this matter. Amen? Um, Hallelujah. So it's not contradictory. We must examine ourselves, but we must uh, know that the one who knows all things and judges perfectly is the Lord Jesus. And um, he's the one who has the final clear picture of what we are and where we are. Hallelujah. And we want to approach that place uh, and judge ourselves Um, very soberly and with uh, reverence and godly fear. Hallelujah. So verse 5 continues the same translation, the message. So don't get ahead of the master and jump to conclusions with your judgments before all the evidence is in. (laughs) When he comes, he will bring out in the open and place in evidence all kinds of things we never even dreamed of. <laughs> Inner motives and purposes and prayers. Only then will any one of us get to hear the well done of God. Amen. That's a pretty uh, exhaustive interpretation there. Hallelujah. Praise God. So don't jump to conclusions with your judgments before all the evidence is in. So all the evidence is being noted, entering into logbooks in the heavenlies. Praise God. <laughs> what we have ever dreamed of, our inner motives, purposes, prayers. Hmm. Only then will any one of us get to hear the well done of God. You can see, for God to say well done, it's a very high thing. Glory to God. Are you out there today? Are you, are you seeing that he's not really contradicting himself at all? 
because there could be people who think that they are just, you know, hey, candy, they're just great, they're doing wonderful, they're doing a great job. And then when they stand before, you know, his eyes that are like flaming fires, pools of love that examine without any biases at all, with absolute love and purity, they're going to be ashamed. It's possible to be embarrassed that we thought we were so great. Meanwhile, we had no idea. We had not even dreamed of how uh, deep these things were. Coming into motives, coming into prayers, purposes of our own heart and life. Praise God. Hmm, thank you, Jesus. Let's see if we can read that in the um, King Jimmy and see. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Verse uh, 5 says, Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord come who will uh, bring, both, both will bring to light the hidden things of darkness and will make manifest the counsels of the heart and then shall every man have praise of God. Hmm. Let's hear that in Kannada. Maybe verse 5, just a repetition. Amen. So you can see this is how the value comes forth and we can differentiate between the materials that are used in building, the quality, the value, the preciousness. Hallelujah. So we can differentiate between what is light, frothy, what has no substance, and what is really precious and which is of higher value and costs, and therefore, um, you know, involving greater depth and understanding and acting on what God counts to be valuable, more important than others. Praise God. So let's um, be driven again to that prayer over in Philippians, the first chapter. Thank you, Jesus. And this I pray from verse 9, that your love may abound yet more and more. So we may convince ourselves that we are great uh, in our love walk at oh, nobody walks in love like us, etc., we can deceive ourselves like that by our own judgments and ratings that we have done so much and we have laid down our lives so much, etc. He said, really? Do some more. That our love may abound yet more and more. Notice that it's, a, it's just a dotted uh, ending there. That means to be continued more and more. <laughs> There's no end there. Glory to God. In Notice that knowledge and in all judgment or discernment, common sense, perception, um, distinction in moral judgment and character, all of that. See, there's plenty inside there. That you may prove the things that are excellent. When you get an excellent mark on your report card, you feel groovy, don't you? Well, for God, when you get that well done from Him, you you can just do Baltis forever. Forever and ever and ever. Just go doing cartwheels and flips into all eternity that, wow, God recognized what I did. 
And he worked in me to do these things. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And you will offer it all back to him because you know that it was he who worked it out and he prayed and he constantly fed you and and you just simply received it and accepted it and adjusted and constantly course-corrected and uh, made those little, little adjustments till you saw him face to face. Hallelujah. Verse 10, that you may prove the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Notice that offense can dog your footsteps till the day you meet Jesus. Till that very last day, offense can follow you around like a little doggy. (laughs) And of course, the sincerity of your faith. Are you as sincere before God as you started out back in the beginning when you met him face to face by faith? Hallelujah. When you first said, yes, Lord, and bowed your knees to him and confessed him as your Lord. Praise God. Remember those days when you were so excited you could just go through the roof in excitement. Hallelujah. I'm saved and I'm saved and I'm saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we need to uh, pray this prayer, realizing how deep it is for each one. Hallelujah. That we may be sincere, without offense, till the day of Christ. Till that day. And that day is so close. Closer than ever before. If you are on the planet right now, it is closer than it has ever been before. Verse 11 continues, being filled with fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. Hallelujah. So ultimately, all that sincerity and being uh, unoffended and pure in your faith brings glory and praise to him. Hallelujah. So you're not looking to praise yourself. You're not looking to lift up your collar and say how great you are. That is the depth of it. That's how deep it is. If it is just about how great you are, then you have generally missed the point. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear verse 9 to 11 in Kannada. Nimma pritiyu hechutta hechutta niu jnana mattu purna vivekagalinda kudidavaragira bekentalu. Uttama karya galu yavavendu niu vivechisuvavaraga bekentalu kristana dinadavarege niu sarala ragiyu nirmala ragiyu irabekentalu. Yesu kristana mulaka niti emba falagalinda tumbidavaragi devarige mahime ennu stotra vannu taruvavaragira bekentalu prati suttene. So imagine the song, How great thou art, translated into how great I art, how great I art. <laughs> no, the song should be, How great thou art. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Interesting, isn't it? So that absence of doing it for uh, how great I am, is going to be very powerful in all of this. And therefore, Jesus is the perfect example. <laughs> Let's go to John chapter 5. And notice verse 22. For the Father judgeth no man, but has committed all judgment unto the Son, 
that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son, honoreth not the Father which has sent him. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, he that heareth my word, and believeth on him that sent me, has everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, they that hear shall live. For as the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself, and has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming, the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice, shall come forth, they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, they that have done evil unto the resurrection of, you know, damnation, condemnation. 30. You may have read all of this during your, you know, classes or your teachings on basic foundational doctrines. But it's good to go over them because you only have one Bible. <laughs> and verse 30. I can of mine own self do nothing. Hmm. As I hear, I judge. He's saying, I don't do anything just by myself or of my own self. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just or fair, right, because I seek not mine own will. See, that's the bottom line. Why the Father has committed all this kind of judging to him is because he has been perfect in his judgment. He proved it. He proved that he was perfect in all judgment, that he didn't just judge by what he saw and heard out there, but what he heard from the Father. Why? Because he sought not his own will. He did not go after his own will. Did you notice that Jesus had his own will? And that's why he could be tempted. Amen? So we're dealing with a person who's perfect, like Adam was perfect, but he was also a man. So he's called the man Christ Jesus. And therefore he could be tempted. Uh, and uh, his own will could be checked. And he could do things from his own will. He could be tempted. Hmm, praise God. Even though he did not have the sin nature. The fallen nature. He was perfect. He still had his own will separate from the father's will. And he had to bring his own will into subjection to the Father's will. That's why he said, not my will, but yours be done. With that cup that he had to drink, he suffered in prayer and cried about it. He, was <clears throat> he had to choose. He had to choose, praise God. We have to face that reality that Jesus had his own will. And he had the liberty to do with, with that will what he wanted. And the father trusted him that he would use uh, discretion and wisdom and judgment properly to choose the will of God, the father, instead of just his own will. There's plenty in there. Thank you, Jesus. I seek not mine own will. I seek not my own will. 
So there's about many things in there about seeking, actively getting involved with pursuing. I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 31 continues, If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. See, that's where it came to. Paul said, even if I judge myself and check myself and find out that I'm so great, it's not necessarily true. If Jesus could say that, and Paul could say that, you and I can say it even much more. If I think I'm so great just by judging myself, he said, it's not necessarily true. There is another, 32, that beareth witness of me. And I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. Amen. So we want our judging of ourselves uh, to bear witness with Father God, with, with heaven, with the Lord Jesus, who's seeing it, who knew us before time began, who created us for a purpose, for a particular accurate plan and purpose of God, and he actually expects us to obey that fully. Praise God. Isn't that interesting? To do it his way and not our way. Not like the singer who said it, I did it my way. No, we don't want to do it our way. Hallelujah. We want to do it his way. Praise God. So it's not as boring as you thought. We do sing here and there. <laughs> but we don't plan for it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you're having trouble laughing right now because the gravity of the word is coming out there. <laughs> Shall we choose a couple of verses to read? <clears throat> Let's read from verse 26 all the way to maybe 32 in Canada. Sandeyu Hege Swatak Jiva Vullavan Agiddano Hageye Maganu Swatak Jiva Vullavan Agiruvante Atanu Anugrahisiddane Atanu Manusha Kumara Nagiruvadarinda Nyayatiri Suva Adhikaravannu Saha Atanige Kottiddane Idakke Ashcharyapada Bediri Undu Kala Baruttade Aga Samadhigadalli Ruvavarellaru Atana Dvaniyannu Kedi Horage Baruvaru ಒಳ್ಳೆಯದನ್ನುಮಾಡಿದವರುಜೀವದಪುನರುತ್ಥಾನವನ್ನುಹೊಂದುವರುನ್ನಷ್ಟಕ್ಕೆನಾನೇ
you know, 2,000 years ago. <laughs> but this is globally real. We are actually in 2021. And definitely 2,000 years have passed. And if they had to be patient and establish their hearts for the coming of the Lord back then, expecting that He was coming so soon, how much more do we? Hallelujah. We can be patient. We can establish our hearts. Mm. We can. How many of you know you can? You can do this. I can do this. The coming of the Lord draws nigh. Hallelujah. If he said you can, you can. In other words, you can run a quick check as you live on a daily basis and prepare yourself, establish your heart, settle yourself, be a stable Christian. Stability. Hallelujah. How do you get stabilized? Of course, it's the word. Let's go to Isaiah there. We will read this in Canada shortly. Praise God. But, uh, you know, we need the stability more than ever before. People don't want to be so stable now. People want to be loose and light and frothy and just while away their lives. But this is the time when the church, the believer, has to be stable. Praise God. Hallelujah. Notice Isaiah 33 says there, The Lord is exalted in verse 5, For he dwelleth on high. He has filled Zion with judgment and righteousness. Hmm. And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times, and strength of salvation, the fear of the Lord, his treasure. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the stability of the life and power of God is in the handling of the word of God. Wisdom and knowledge. Wisdom and knowledge. Amen. So get all the knowledge you can. Because one of these days, like we've been noting, knowledge is going to cease. Hallelujah. You'll be in heaven. You'll be sitting next to knowledge himself. The knowledge of God. It will all cease. Wisdom will also be also wrapped away like that because it's based on his knowledge. The fear of the Lord. Praise God. So the intake of God's word and the output of it is what we're talking about. Hallelujah. You take it in, you feed on it, you meditate on it, and then you bring it out in words and actions. That's going to keep you stable. That's going to give you strength. That's going to make sure you know you are saved, you're on your way to heaven, but you live in reverence and a secret fear and reverence for the Lord. Hallelujah. From when deep inside, when nobody's looking at you. Amen. What do you do? How do you think? What do you choose? What are your plans? What are your purposes deep within? What is your agenda? Etc. Praise the Lord. Alright, so let's see if we can read um, verse 5 and 6, first of all, in Canada, out of Isaiah 33. Glory to God. So if you knew you had exams coming up uh, in three days, I'm sure you'd be studying hard. You'd be going through the books right now. You'd be doing it all because you, <laughs> you don't want to be 
embarrassed, uh, nervous, sweaty, uh, all of those emotions that you feel (laughs) when you're not well prepared for the exam. But you need to know that as long as I know, I studied, I checked the books, I tried my best to keep my heart, you know, with knowledge and wisdom and reverence for God. Praise God. And these are the days that we should be absolutely doing that. This is the time to do it right now. If not now, then when? If not you, then who? Amen? So we must be busy with these thoughts. We're not saying that you cannot, in quote, enjoy your life and have fun and all that. But deep within, what is your plan? What is your agenda? What is it all about? Praise God. So back in James 5, verse uh, 8, let's hear that in Canada also. Establish your heart. So what are we called to do? Establish our hearts. Amen. And our hearts are the invisible part of us. The spirit man along with the deep thoughts, emotions, will, intellect, seat of choice, etc. That part of you, praise God, has to be stabilized. Amen. Praise God. Your spirit is saved. As far as I believe the word of God, your spirit is perfect. Your spirit is just like Jesus. Born again, new creature. But your will, your emotions, your intellect, your choices, they are not perfect. The will is there. You have a will separate from God's will. You have a will and you have a freedom to choose uh, to go even against the will of God. Contrary totally And even your plans and agenda can be totally opposite to what God created you and I for. Hallelujah. And grace was given for that purpose. That purpose should be what we are looking for. And so establishing the heart is not by any other reason or any other uh, equipment. Uh, We don't use the defibrillators and go clear, clear. That's not how we establish the heart. But by knowledge and wisdom. Wisdom and knowledge that comes from the word of God. The fear and reverence of God. So when should we do all these things? Right now. Hallelujah. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draws near. Verse 9 continues. Grudge not one against another. Man, it's so easy, right? This is a hard one, isn't it? To grudge not against one another. Brethren. (laughs) The brothers. Lest you be condemned. That's talking to the church, isn't it? Lest you be condemned. Praise God. Not to hell, but you're guilty. If you're carrying grudges. Wow, this is deep stuff. So it must be dealt with. Lest ye be condemned, behold, the judge standeth before the door. Now, I'll ask you the question again. How far is the door from the rest of the building? Even if you are in the last room in the house, if somebody's at the door and the bell is ringing, guess what? You start jumping into your clothing, you start adjusting your hair because you need to go and meet the person at the door. Don't you? You kind of get yourself ready to meet the person at the door. You want to look right. You want to be okay. Praise God. Not 
come out, you know, haphazardly looking weird and all of that and then open the door and they're like, ooh, shall I come another time? Is this the right time to visit you, my brother, my sister? But Jesus is not going to ask <laughs> whether he should come back another time. He's going to say, I'm here. <laughs> Woo, glory. <laughs> rain, rain, go away. <laughs> come again another day. Little Johnny wants to play. No, let's change it from Johnny. Little Mikey wants to play. No. Once he comes, that's it. And you'll be glad that you can go, right? How many of you be glad to just go away? Oh yeah, hallelujah. But notice that there is a gravity also. It is a sober moment. It's an exciting moment. Excitement like you never had in all of your dwelling. Ooh, hallelujah. In an instant, you are translated. Your body is redeemed. Wow, you bypass death and you feel the glory of God surge into your being and you are supercharged. All the bones and things that are all over the graves as believers fly together and gather up and suddenly this being comes to reality and we are all looking great, all of us about the same age and in an instant we are all away and there is Jesus gone off to heaven. Hallelujah. Wow. Hallelujah. The greatest event in the universe is actually going to be yours, I believe, in Jesus' name, very soon. And it must be believed because that is what tops everything. And therefore you can believe for miracles. You can believe that blind eyes will open. Therefore you can believe that the dead can be raised because this is how it is. This is the life. This is how we are challenged to believe. Do you believe these things? Check and see. Hallelujah. If, if bones that have you know, been decayed and so on over the past 2,000 years can suddenly come together from the sea, from the sand somewhere, and all gather up in one real person, fresh and alive and quickened like never before, can suddenly appear. Wow, then all things are possible. Praise God. And all this happens just because you believed in the name of Jesus. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The grace in that name. The power in that name. Amazing. Hallelujah. Can you see how he wants us to live and believe? Thank you, Jesus. Now, this is not a time to grudge against one another and have you know, holes in our garment and, you know, to be naked and not notice that we are naked. We think we're so gorgeous. Meanwhile, we're naked. We think we have everything. Meanwhile, we're poor. We think we are so great and we can't see. We're blind. You remember those lines spoken to the churches in the book of Revelation, the third chapter? That's kind of strong coming to the church. You think you have need of nothing, but he said you are poor and wretched. Praise God. I scary, scary verses. I mean, anybody would be scared. I used to just wonder, is he really talking to the church? But you can't escape it. It's talking to the church. It's written there. The seven churches and you know, particular churches were spoken to like that. <clears throat> so this is the one we're dealing with. And therefore, our judgment must be sober when we judge ourselves. Hallelujah. Let it be right and with reverence for him. 
Amen. Not try to fudge the judgment because of your will, because of your plans. You decide to say, uh, but uh, you know, I'm all right. I did this, I did that. And we can always deceive ourselves. It's possible to be self-deceived and into thinking we're so great and we're so, uh, you know, uh, self-effacing and we just give our life and, you know, we make pat ourselves on the, on the back and then say we're so great. <laughs> In the form of encouragement and comforting. You know, but don't forget, there is an accurate way of looking at things. Amen? And he says, grudge not once against another, one against another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. Maybe we can hear this in, uh, in Canada also. Thank you, Lord. Sahodarare, nivu obbaran obbaru dveshi sabedhiri, nyaya vicharanege guriyadhiri, ago nyayadipatiyu bagalina mundeye nintiddane. Praise the Lord. This has been taken also from the gospel. Jesus said a similar line in Matthew 24. And 24 talks about, you know, when you see all of these things coming to pass, know that, you know, time is short, Right? And that his his approach is there, and he's talking about the the Jewish people and all of that. Praise God! So notice verse thirty two says, "Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender, and put it forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh." Amen. This is uh, agreed upon by. I believe all scholars, most scholars, that this is referring to the formation of Israel as a state way back in 67, I believe. Or 48, sorry. In 1948. Praise God. And so, mm, tender, it is just young, it has put forth its leaves, the summer is near. Talking about that whole establishment of the Jewish state. Then he goes on, 33. Hmm. So likewise, you, when you shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. Verily, 34 says, I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Whoa, major. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. In other words, you don't know the exact date when the exam is coming. And here he's talking about the second coming of the Lord, that's not the rapture, which will happen seven years after the rapture. So uh, accordingly, if you know that you know the end is in seven years, then you know that the rapture will be seven years before that. And so we have an idea here that when Israel was formed, that generation that, that was born that time, say in 1948, will see these things that he's talking about. That's pretty interesting. So a person that's about 73 years old right now is very likely, according to these scriptures, going to see the beginning of these things and that the judge is at the door. Isn't that interesting? Praise God. You may not know exactly which day and which week he's coming, but thank God you can tell that the season has arrived. 
Hallelujah. And the judge is at the door. So if there's any time we should be checking and examining ourselves and making sure we are stable, that everything about us is lived out in the fear of God, is now. Amen? Hallelujah. Mm, it makes sense, right? And he said, heaven and earth will pass away, but his words shall not pass away. We're dealing with the possibilities of God's word, how it stands beyond all time and space. He said in the Old Testament, you know, in the Old Covenant and the reading of it, he said, if you can break my covenant with the sun and the moon, then these words will fail. You know, he has said some things that is staggering. It just blows your imagination. But anyway, let's see if we can hear this also from 32 all the way to maybe 35. Praise God. Iga Anjura Marada Samyadinda Kaliri, Adara Kombeu Inu Elea Dagidu Elegalanu Biduaga Basigeu Hatiravai Tendu Nivu Tilidukuluviri. Adarante Nivu Ivugalanella Noduaga Adu Saviapa Dali Bagalugalali Deendu Tilukuliri. So this is not the time to be busy poking our nose into other people's business. What do you say? It's the time to check our own business <laughs> and put our nose into our own affairs. Hallelujah internal affairs to be specific Matthew 7 therefore says in verse 1 judge not that you be not judged so we don't want to increase uh, things odds against us because when you judge you are judged it comes back to you for with what judgment you judge you shall be judged and with what measure you meet shall be measured to you again Hmm, very interesting. And why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but considerest not the beam that is in your own eye? He says, why are you looking at the speck as a spectator, speck, the little speck in your brother's eyes, but you are not looking at the beam, the telephone pole that is in your own eye? But he continues... How will you say to your brother, notice the purpose, let me pull out the moat out of your eye or thine eye, and behold, a beam is in your own eye. Thou hypocrite, verse 5, first cast out the beam or telephone pole out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. And then he says, give not uh, that which is holy unto the dogs. All of this stuff may not make any sense to certain types of thinking. You may say, that's not for me. It is holy. And it may not be valuable. But if it is not valuable now, when will it be valuable? When will it have its true value and price? It is holy. It is not stuff to cast out to the dogs and the pigs. Hallelujah, this is precious. This is where the precious comes from. He says, you can be hypocritical when you don't see the pole in your own eye. He says, the target is we want to help our brother so that he can see. 
Why are you doing all that? You want to help your brother to see clearly. But he said, you cannot do that unless your own eyes are free from, not specs, by the way, telephone poles. So, um, hallelujah, we may be busy looking for little specks in other people's eyes, not seeing the telephone pole in our own eye. We are to help others so that they can see clearly, but it's going to happen when we look at ourselves and remove the hindrances to our own sight so that we can walk in the light. Hallelujah. More and more clearly and then we'll be able to help others to see clearly. Say amen somebody. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear therefore seven all the way down to uh, five. Nimage tirpu agadante nivu tirpu madabediri. Nivu maduva tirpi nindale nimage tirpaguvadu. Matu nivu aleva alate indale nimage tirigi alate aguvadu. Matu nina svanta kandina liruva toleyanu yochisade nina sahodarana kandina liruva raveyanu ninu yake nodutti. Illave ninu nina sahodaranige nina kandin malaginda raveyanu tege tene endu hege hedutti. Adare ego nina svanta kandina li tole ideella. Kapati ninu modalu nina svanta kandina lagiruva tole yenu tegedu haku. Aga nina sahodarana kandina lagiruva raveyanu tegedu haku vadakke ninage chenagi karnisuvadu. Thank you, Jesus. So let's now jump off to First Corinthians two sixteen. He that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. So he's talking more about the spirit life, the spiritual man, the person who has set his affections on things that are above. Notice that he can judge things, circumstances, situations, you know, that are open, that are available for sight. He judges all of those things, but he doesn't really judge people. Hallelujah. Are you out there? Because the judge is at the door. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So we're going to be judging ourselves and then we'll be, we'll be judging things. So we, we become more and more clear in being able to judge circumstances and things out there. Uh, we discern more clearly. We understand more clearly. We have wisdom. We see what others are not seeing. We understand what is happening we are not cheated. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. It's good to know that. So let's read 1 Corinthians 2.15 also. So even though 1 Corinthians 5 says we do not eat with the drunkard, we do not eat with the adulterer and so on and we do not keep company with the divisive person the one who causes division, it is with an attitude of reverence and prayer and feeling and emotion for that person that they come out of that thing. Hallelujah. Not, uh, you know, just to cut you off, but, uh, you know, with uh, embarrassment that, oh no, I have to cut this person off. Oh no, how sad. And you're praying for them. And so eventually that, that type of brother in the book of Corinthians was restored. He came back into fellowship and wow, what a blessing and what a challenge that is at the same time. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you see the motive there, the actual intention? God will be judging all those things. You were happy to get rid of that person. Or 
where you cutting them off because it was like an infection but you are praying that healing take place that the body is blessed all of that stuff goes in there my brother my sister has a tall order <laughs> God have mercy on all of us hallelujah so we have to springboard from there back to our reading in Hebrews 12 which began by saying wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith praise God who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself lest you be wearied and faint in your minds oh thank you Jesus so you can see here that there's a lot of seeing going on considering those that are watching us from Hebrews 11 we are looking at all of that and we're saying I want to lay aside some things. I want to uh, stop anything that's trying to hinder my forward movement, whether it be an actual sin or just some thoughts and some things that are hindrances. I want to lay them all aside and I want to endure and run the race as a believer generally and specifically my race which God created me for. I want to finish it because Jesus finished it Jesus ran, Jesus chose properly and he endured the shame. He, he went through the cross and he went through all of that maximum temptation that the prince of this world could bring all for us, not for himself. And he saw the joy that the father and the full family would be enjoying that he himself would be so excited. My brothers are with me celebrating. He said he would go through it all. He was not really thinking about himself. He was looking ahead, praise God, about how it would be with all of us. Amen. God is thinking about his family. Praise God, praise God. And we should not be wearied and faint in our minds. So that's where the fainting takes place in the mind. Let's go read these uh, verses up to verse 3 in Canada also and then proceed. ಆದಕಾರಣ ಸಾಕ್ಷಿಯವರ ಎಷ್ಟು ದೊಡ್ಡ ಮೇಘವು ನಮ್ಮ ಸುತ್ತಲೂ ಇರುವುದರಿಂದ ಎಲ್ಲಾ ಭಾರವನ್ನು ಸುಲಭವಾಗಿ ಮುತ್ತಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವ ಪಾಪವನ್ನು ನಾವು ತೆಗೆದಿಟ್ಟು ನಮ್ಮ ನಂಬಿಕೆಯನ್ನು ಹುಟ್ಟಿಸುವಾತನೂ ಅದನ್ನು ಪೂರೈಸುವಾತನೂ ಆಗಿರುವ ಯೇಸುವಿನ ಮೇಲೆ ದೃಷ್ಟಿಯಿಟ್ಟು ನಮ್ಮ ಮುಂದೆ ಇಟ್ಟಿರುವ ಊಟವನ್ನು ತಾಳ್ಮೆಯಿಂದ ಊಡೋಣ ಆತನು ತನ್ನ ಮುಂದೆ ಇಟ್ಟಿದ ಸಂತೋಷಕ್ಕೋಸ್ಕರ ಶಿಲುಬೆಯನ್ನು ಸಹಿಸಿಕೊಂಡು ಅವಮಾನವನ್ನು ಅಲಕ್ಷ್ಯ ಮಾಡಿ ದೇವರ ನೀವು ಮನಗುಂದಿದವರಾಗಿ ಬೇಸರಗೊಳ್ಳದಂತೆ ಆತನು ತಾನೇ ಪಾಪಿಗಳಿಂದ ಎಷ್ಟೋ ವಿರೋಧವನ್ನು ಸಹಿಸಿಕೊಂಡನೆಂಬುದನ್ನು ನೀವು ಆಲೋಚಿಸಿರಿ Praise the Lord. So we had also read verse 9 last week. Furthermore, we've had fathers of our flesh which corrected us. We gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection to the father of spirits and live saying that we should all be excited when correction comes not uh, browbeaten and fainting even though at that moment it doesn't feel good 
we must be able to see the result that this thing is going to make me better when Jesus appears. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then we live the true life on the earth, life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. Verse 10 continues, For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure. What they thought was right, what they thought was good, but he for our own profit, profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. In the other words, this is real profit. Maturity is going to come out eventually as a certain conduct. A set-apart life. Praise God. Are you seeing that? Not based on the energy of the flesh where you are just legally you know, gritting your teeth and trying to do everything right, cross your T's and dot your I's and all of that just from physical strength because all those kind of things, they happen in the energy of the flesh and they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So this has to be from deeper than all of that. It has to come from a mind that is convinced on the word of God and is now accepting the correction from inside, prayerfully, reverently, saying certain things, meditating on certain things in the mind and that is now affecting the output, the behavior. Hallelujah. Praise God from inside out. Glory to God. And that is what we're going to be excited about that is going to profit us eternally. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, let's see if we can read verse 10 and then we will go forward. Avaru Nijavagiu Kelavu Divasagala Prayo Janavanu Lakshakya Tegidukundu Tamma Manasige Toridante Namanu Shikshisidaru Atanadaro Navutana Parishudate Ali Palugara Raga Bekindu Namma Prayojana Kagi Shikshisutane. So there there are basically two of us. There there is a person on the inside who is born again, spirit being, and then there is also uh, a flesh person. And he's real and he he comes with all kinds of thoughts and the struggle is between the two of them. And when you walk in the spirit, you do not fulfill the lusts of the flesh or the desires of the flesh. Hallelujah. So there is two. There are two possibilities. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And that other nature is located in the flesh. Praise God. Actually located there. And maybe we will read a few of those things. But start to think about it. 1 John 1 9 must become your recipe. Hallelujah. To submit to the mercy of God. To remember that where you have fallen from. To go and say I messed it. I messed up. I missed it. That was not the original plan. I'm sorry. Forgive me. It is a submitting to the mercy of God because you missed it. Because you went wrong. You sinned. You are now yielding to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Let's jump off to one verse quickly and observe if we can uh, bring this to some uh, reality. James 4, 6. Notice here what it says. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Think about this for a minute. 
You have received grace in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Praise God. Not by works which you did, you have received grace which was given in Christ Jesus. By believing the gospel. Thank God for that. What happened with that grace? It made you born again. It made you a new creature. It brought you into the places of being in Christ, living in Christ, and brought all those things to you and said you can actually enjoy all of this without, in quote, working for it. Amen? Hallelujah. So what is this grace that he's talking about again? Do you need more grace? What is this grace for? Let's think about it. Just think about it. This grace is very likely for the proud. Right? So that the proud person is humbled. Who is the proud person? Your spirit is humble. Your spirit is just like Jesus. So who is the proud person? It's a fleshly thinking. He's proud. For him you need grace. To bring him under. To bring him in line. He doesn't like to confess and say he's wrong. He doesn't like to be corrected. He's there. Have you noticed that he's there? He's the one that doesn't like correction. Not your spirit man. Your spirit man is like, tell him. Let's get him in line. Let's go off. Let's do this thing properly. Amen. So this grace, this power is to be applied to the rebellious fleshly nature. By coming to the throne of grace, by coming for mercy, by coming for help, to bring that person in line. Are you getting that? It makes sense. I mean, I believe this. I, I really believe this. I have all, always tried to be an advocate of 1 John 1 9 because we need to go there. We need to yield. We need to submit to the fact that we missed it. We walked in you know, light that was not necessarily light. We walked according to our own thinking. We went according to our own plan. And we messed up. And we need to come to the throne of grace boldly and say, I need help. I need your mercy. I need your grace to handle this thing so that I don't continue like this. Glory to God. You can't use that grace and this grace interchangeably. The salvation grace has made so many things happen to your spirit man. Thank God. But the grace that you require afterward is to bring your thinking in line. Not to go after the fleshly thinking anymore. That is where the mind faints. That is where the quitting takes place. It is grievous to receive correction there. But afterward it yields that profit. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you Jesus. And God has seen it all. Amen. Shall we maybe uh, read one more verse from the Old Testament and then compare. You know, all this is open to reason. We are not saying we have, we have you know, brought it all out perfectly out there. No, it's all for your choice to think upon. Habakkuk 2, notice verse 4. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Are you seeing this? So faith is for the person who says, Man, my soul is proud. My thinking wants to do it by my strength, by my ability, so that I receive the glory. But I realize 
I need faith. I need to trust you. I need your help. I need to believe your word. Amen. So faith is for the person who has accepted spirit thinking. God's thinking. Hallelujah. And has said, I cannot do it and I don't want to do it according to my flesh. I humble myself and I believe God. Praise God. Maybe we can hear uh, James 4, 6 in Canada also. Hallelujah. And maybe Habakkuk 2.4, familiar Old Testament scripture. Hallelujah. Let's see how that pieces in with Hebrews 10, 38 and 39. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them that draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. It is the soul getting saved that is the end of our faith. We are battling for the full acquisition and control and dominion of God over our soul. Our thinking that Jesus is Lord over our thought realm and therefore we are going forward in that way of thinking. Hallelujah. And that's what we use our faith for. Praise God. <laughs> we are not pampering our feelings. Praise God. We are speaking the word. We are walk, walking out on the word. And guess what? It is real. It comes to pass. Hallelujah. So at the end, what you get credit for is that soul that was fully conquered, where every thought was captured and brought into captivity to the obedience and lordship of Jesus. Hallelujah. Where you thought properly, you accepted it, and you, you constantly made adjustments, and you said, I do not draw back. I will please God. I'm a God pleaser. I'm not just a man pleaser. I'm pleasing God. Hallelujah. All right. Maybe we'll stop there for today. Uh, maybe we can hear these two verses before we quit. Hebrews 10. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's worship Him. You know by now that we have a lot to pray for and pray about and consider and adjust and receive etc may god help us all amen thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you oh we worship you 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 then sings my soul my savior god to thee how great thou art how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. 
How great thou art, how great thou art. We give you thanks, Lord Jesus. We give you praise, Holy One, our Father, mighty Holy Spirit. Thank you for the work that you are doing in us, through us. Thank you, thank you, thank you that is your coming soon. You're helping us to prepare for that great day. We give you thanks for your purpose. We give you thanks for your plans. We give you thanks for cooperating with you, Lord. Working in us, both to will and do your good pleasure. May these verses come alive to us. May we read and meditate and ponder and be better than we were yesterday. Better than we were last week. Better than we were last year. We're so grateful for another day, another chance today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, great King. We receive in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. We had a great time. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. You all are blessed. If you like to give, this is a great opportunity to give. Thank you for being there, supporting us in prayer, in giving, in whatever way you're able to. We're so grateful. And we know that God is being faithful to you too. Increases coming your way. Tender mercies are coming to you. Hallelujah. You are blessed. In Jesus name.